Hey, Shakers, and welcome to the Worth Your Salt podcast, the podcast that shakes up your marketing game in the health and wellness industry. We're your hosts. I'm Jennifer Oroqua. And I'm Taylor Perry. Today on Worth Your Salt, we're talking about what, for some in the health and wellness industry, is a sore subject, paid advertising. So many practitioners just start shelling out cash because paid sounds like a silver bullet, and then they become quickly frustrated because those instant results don't come. And while there's a time and a place to turn to paid advertising, we're going to spend the next few minutes saving you what might be thousands of dollars by talking about what you need to know about pay-per-click advertising. Let's dive into the ROI on organic and paid and get your business growing. So Jen, let's start out understanding what paid advertising is and isn't online. Yeah, absolutely. So it's interesting. I had a conversation with a friend who's in the medical aesthetic space just a couple of days ago. He was telling me how they were focusing on SEO and SEM. But what they were really doing was paid advertising with the local paper. And I got the distinct impression that the salesperson for the paper had simply told my friend what he wanted to hear in order to get him to sign a contract with them. So to be clear, when we talk about search engine optimization and search engine marketing, so the SEO, SEM you just referred to, Mm -hmm. we are talking about building authority in your space that brings organic traffic to your door because you are providing value, not because you're throwing money at Google, Facebook, or even banner ads in your local online paper. Right, exactly. And, And I know you believe strongly in maxing out organic opportunities, as do I before we give a dime to any agency or platform to increase that visibility. So I want to talk a little bit about what that means and what health and wellness providers should actually be doing. Yeah, so paid ads are meant for immediate, quick visibility. And if you don't have adequate demand for your brand already in place, then you're paying for clicks from unqualified visitors. Okay, so let's dig into that a little bit more. Let's let's define what an unqualified visitor actually is and what the impact of attracting them can be. So an unqualified visitor is someone who visits your website and they show no interest in engaging with what you have to offer. This could be because they're unaware of the services or products you provide, they don't trust your brand, or they simply found their way on the page by accident. Investing into paid ads for these unqualified visitors can result in wasted resources since it attracts people that may never convert and it reduces the chances of getting highly qualified leads that are more likely to engage with your brand. Mm -hmm. And that missed opportunity is, is the real crux of the problem. So the approach that we recommend for health and wellness providers is based on building trust and authority in the marketplace, not only with search engines, but also with your audience, the people that need your services, and really addressing the questions that they have about what you do. While we could literally probably have an entire episode just on that topic, like how to produce content that your audience finds helpful, It's important that we understand what organic search means and what it can do for you. Yeah. So when we talk about working to build authority with organic search, we're referring to when your content, your answers to the questions that your customers need answered, come up when they're searching for information. That's what organic search does. It helps you to show up in the unpaid searches or results. So it really is a win-win. You aren't paying for ads and you are building your authority and brand. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the kind of authority that that sticks and it brings you leads and it brings you traffic, um, you know, time after time. All right, Taylor, you and I need to take a quick sponsorship break right now. But when we return, I want to dive into why paid advertising isn't the way to leap over what it takes to build authority in your space. Stay with us. We know you're here because you want to build and scale your wellness business by providing exceptional value. In order to do that, you've got to have a fully custom marketing plan that meets you where you are and brings clarity to your vision for the future. The problem is the sheer number of things you have to pay attention to can feel overwhelming, which makes you feel like you might never achieve your goals. At Salt Marketing, we believe that creating trust and authority shouldn't be an ongoing struggle. My name is Jennifer Oroqua, and as a StoryBrand certified guide, I can help you gain clarity by applying the StoryBrand framework to your growth strategy. Today, I'd love for you to get started with a marketing plan you can feel confident in. 
head over to saltmarketing.co and take our 10-minute assessment. You'll get a free customized marketing plan that'll generate more revenue for your business. Visit us at saltmarketing.co to get your plan today. We are back here on the Worth Your Salt podcast. And Taylor, before the break, we were talking about how spending money on paid advertising may not be the answer. So why would we say that when paid seems like a faster way to reach the target market? Well, there's a lot of noise about the success of paid advertising, but what many businesses don't realize is that without a clearly defined strategy, they are just throwing money away with no return. It's important to identify the core objectives and goals before jumping into a campaign. Mm -hmm. And another thing to consider is that when consumers are using search engines to find information, they may be trained to just scroll past or ignore all the results that are marked as ads. And so this is why creating content that is helpful and valuable can be so important. When people see content on SERP that is both useful and relevant, they are far less likely to tune it out than an ad. Companies need to focus on creating content that offers solutions and educates users on their problem in order to stand out from the many ads that they're presented with every day. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And the truth is, you know, providing potential clients with education about you and and what you do. I mean, sharing your brand story, who you are, what you believe, the solutions that you provide, your deep understanding of the problems that your clients face. These are all the things that bring truly qualified visitors to your door. Yes, absolutely. Everything needs to begin with your brand story. Once we have that established, we can create content that reinforces the story again and again. The goal is to firmly seat your practice as a well-known and trusted brand in your space. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like I need to bring something up here because there are a couple of situations in which we actually would recommend running paid ads. So if you've created what we would call pillar content, that is cornerstone content that speaks to your brand story and your target market, but you're not yet well-known, you're not a trusted brand. You could theoretically run ads to some of that pillar content that's targeted directly to your ideal customer's questions. So this is where we're creating demand and qualified prospects. Yes, exactly. And after you've established your authority, and maybe if you have a particular promotion, a campaign, a specific event coming up, (laughs) then you might use PPC advertising to bring attention to that unique event. But to be clear, don't spend money to run ads to promotions or campaigns when you haven't already created the demand you want organically. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, in there is also the answer to a question I know people are thinking, which is how do I know when it is time to put some money behind paid? So we actually look at how mature your message is relative to search engine results. Are you getting attention for the problems that you actually solve? Are you being found organically for the solutions that you offer. Yes. And that achievement is built on some solid keyword strategy and just really thinking through the searcher's journey. So for instance, we had a client who wanted to run paid traffic to a very, very broad keyword, strength training in this example. Um, There are so many different types of searchers covering this keyword, and there's a good chance the vast majority of them are not even in this client's target market. So first, we worked on identifying the right keyword opportunities that would bring them qualified leads. Strength training might be at the core of their offer, but what about it specifically or what particular pain point is your target market looking to solve around strength training? Mm -hmm. That might be strength training for athletes or strength training for women. Even if you can offer services for a wide range of people, it's really better to focus on those long tail keywords to get more bang for your buck with paid ads. Yeah, I love that advice. And and as you're building your content, whether it's articles or videos or a podcast like this one, you know, don't be afraid to drill down on that keyword research and make up for the lack of volume by casting a wider net with more defined keywords. 
All right, Taylor, I think it's time for us to talk about the steps everyone should take to ensure any paid advertising is worth the investment, including keywords, website structure, navigation, on-page optimization, and of course, local SEO. But before we do, it's time for another quick break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Worth Your Salt podcast, and today we're talking about organic versus paid traffic and how you can put both to work in your health and wellness business. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so be sure to join us over on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram at Salt Marketing Co. and Let us know how your growth mindset is shifting. We're back. And so going back to keyword research, because I do feel like that's the starting place for what we're talking about. One thing I know we do a little bit differently is we lean into that brand script and use tools like SEMrush or Moz Keyword Explorer. What advice can we give to help identify the terms and phrases that potential customers are using to search for the services related to a business? Yes. So in addition to really helpful software like SEMrush or Moz for keyword research, Studying your competitors' content can actually be a great way to get a sense of some of the search terms that they're targeting and how you could differentiate yourself with unique keyword strategies. You can use SEO tools to help you identify top searches and how competitive they are, but really taking the time to look around and see what other people in your industry are doing can give you some really great ideas. And additionally, your target customer's voice should be kept front and center throughout this process because it will help inform the terms and phrases that you choose. So for instance, if you have a product that's marketed towards moms, then words like kid-friendly or family-oriented may be more effective than terms that would be used by a business professional, for example. And another great strategy is social media listening. So by engaging with conversations that are happening across platforms like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, you can better understand what kinds of topics customers care about and then target those keywords in your content. But Content strategy also relies on some solid on-page optimization for your content, including title tags, meta descriptions, header tags, and solid URL structure. Having a well-structured page means search engines can find and understand your content more easily, helping you to rank higher in organic search results. That all seems like a lot. (laughs) It all seems kind of overwhelming. But, you know, you don't have to go it alone. Professional marketers can help with these things. Um, Salt marketing can certainly help with these things. When you add content optimization to the equation, I feel like that's when things really start to heat up. By that, I mean the creation of high quality, informative content that addresses those specific needs and interests of your target market. And then integrating the keywords that we talked about in a natural and conversational way, that part is key to ensuring that you've found the answers to the right questions. Yeah. And I'd add to that a note about your website, ensuring that your site structure is sound and your navigation makes sense for the user is crucial for organic search. Be sure that your site is as effective on mobile as it is on the desktop. There is nothing more frustrating than trying to navigate a website on your phone and it glitches or it won't work properly. You don't want to spend all this time and all this effort on organic or paid only to find that visitors aren't converting because they can't understand your website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and another thing to keep in mind is where someone is in their journey with you. Like that's where we start optimizing content based on whether someone is just getting started with you or if they need more education to move them along that customer journey. We want to produce content all along that journey, and we want to make sure that the right people find it at the right time for them. Exactly. And another consideration for service-based businesses in health and wellness is making sure we are targeting locally. You don't want to compete with every single Pilates studio from here to Topeka. (laughs) (laughs) It can be hard to understand how to do that, and it can feel like paid is the only way to do that, but we can absolutely help you optimize for local searches. So interestingly, that's sometimes as simple as including your locality as a keyword. Also ensuring that you have your business address and local phone number on your site and that you've registered on Google My Business and other local directories. 
Of course, it can be deeper than that, but those those are great starting points to check off before you start looking at paid advertising. And integrating all relevant social media is also important. All that content we're producing, it needs to be seen by your audience. If you've built an active and engaged list, email is a great way to do that, but your social media can also be a huge boost locally. Yeah, for sure. So bottom line, if your paid advertising isn't performing, take a look at the content and the authority that you're building. A little check I like to do with new clients centers around how much your website says I or we and talks about what you offer. If you're heavily talking about yourself, no one cares. (laughs) So the minute your website starts to say you or talks about the problems your customers are trying to solve. And by that, I mean, what are they searching for? The better you're going to perform both organic and paid. Yeah. And one last thing before we wrap things up here, it is really important to do regular monitoring and re-optimize based on what you're seeing. So check those analytics, understand what people are responding to. A-B test those email subject lines, analyze user behavior, and find the relevant metrics for your business, and then adjust your strategies based on those findings. This is, and it should be, a fluid and ongoing process. There's no set it and forget it option. You need to be monitoring continually. All right, that's great advice. And unfortunately, all we have time for today, I hope you're able to follow these steps and continue to refine your SEO efforts. Improve your visibility and search and attract your ideal target market, meeting them right where they are in their journey toward your solution to their challenges. I hope you work to establish a solid foundation for your health and wellness business before you invest in paid advertising. And again, don't feel like you have to go it alone. Salt Marketing focuses solely on the health and wellness industry, and we can help you take a critical look at what you're doing and help you find opportunities for growth. And of course, everything we're talking about today is also over on our blog at saltmarketing.co. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Worth Your Salt. Don't forget that a new episode of Worth Your Salt drops every Thursday. You can make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing at saltmarketing.co forward slash worth your salt. If you're ready for your Worth Your Salt debut, our team is always looking for outstanding guests. Let us know about your expertise at grow at saltmarketing.co. Finally, leave us a review or give the show a handful of stars wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Worth Your Salt. Let's get out there and shake things up. Thank you.